Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TTW After Hours. It is your boy, Johnny Murphy, and I am coming to you back again with another great podcast reviewing TTW Power Rankings Week number three, as well as TTW Collision, where holy shit, it was Roscoe Day. I, there is a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Let's dive straight into it. There's been title matches. There's been amazing turns. There's been amazing matches. Hell, Rosco had probably the biggest night in PTW hit so far. So without any further ado, without any further delay, let's go right into the power rankings. Let's go. 2019-18 is going to go by quick. Hell, even 17. So, uh, let's dive straight into it. Number 20, Kingsley, a.k.a. your boy Elijah. Number 19, the new young kid on the block, Brandon Duggan. Number 18, my boy Zeke. And, of course, number 17, Tyler Bowman. I am only having all of those guys lumped into one because, well... Again, like I normally say, I can't really talk much about you if you don't show up to work. There are certain guys I talk shit about on this podcast, and they show up. They actually put in the effort. These guys haven't done it yet. I, I, I give Zeke credit. I'll give Zeke um, credit where it's due. He took time off this week. Kind of hurt his power rankings a bit because of how hectic the week was. But, uh... Yeah, I can't really say much about it. Um, yeah, I, I'll be honest. Zeke's probably the only one in this group that I think can work his way up. Other than that, um, yeah, can't really say much about you. You haven't showed up. Oh, and this is the only time I'm going to be mentioning this. Cassidy Wyndham has been removed from TTW for good due to homophobic um, remarks that he has made. On one APH, Angel Perkins Harris. We'll get into him later. There's a lot that happened with him later. But, uh, yeah, it was the words being exchanged backstage. And, uh, yeah, he's gone. Um, and this will be the final time that I will ever mention his name. Because uh, it's a guy like that we don't want here. So, yeah. Now, on to the rest of the list. Number 16 on the list. Now we get into some actual analysis. Dominic Clark. Uh, one of the young rookies that was uh, signed to TTW last week. He had his first match against Mike Franco, the TTW inter- inter- international champion. Excuse me. Holy shit. I'm tongue-tied because it's a long night and I had a couple of beers. Who fuck? Um, yeah, um, you're probably wondering why is he ranked so high. Well, mostly because of the fact that this young man actually brought in a good effort. You know, he... Had a great match with uh, Mike. I'm not going to say match of the year candidate, but he did really well for himself. Of course, Mike got the W. He's leading on to his uh, match against Mark for the international championship. Um, but all in all, I think Dominic showed that he has uh, he can hang with the big boys, per se. So uh, I kind of like that. It's kind of a great, great move, move set for him. You know, it's a great thing for him. I kind of like it. So, uh, yeah. I like this. I like this place. Number 15 on the list. 
dropping yet again Blake Albright. I actually feel bad for this kid. Um, we last time we saw this man, he was just fresh off of winning the TTW Hardcore Championship, um, beating Pat, beating Caleb Anderson last week. However, Caleb Anderson, well, he now well not only did Blake Marker Blake Albright, sorry, suffer yet another loss on Collision, but he also lost his Hardcore Championship to Caleb Anderson, and immediately threw a chance in backstage. And these are one of those weeks that will, I'm not going to say he's going to be here permanently. These are one of those types of weeks where Albright has been on a downward spiral. These are one of those weeks where if you look at any normal wrestler, you'll be like, okay, that's the exact point where his push died, where his career was just over. There was no going up. There was only down from here. I don't see that with Albright. I don't see that with him. I don't see it at all. Um, I believe that Albright still has a lot to prove. He's a very prideful guy. But as of right now, this week basically pushed him from one of the top contenders in TTW all the way to the bottom. And that's not good. Number 14 on the list, we have a Malcolm, the brother of Elijah, and a man who this week just recorded his first victory. I'm not going to spend too much time on this brother, but all I'm going to say is the fact that, uh, you know, he... He is uh, shown really good. Uh, he's shown that he can go. He's shown that he can hang with the big boys. And if he keeps racking up wins, his hot in the power ranks get higher and higher. And more importantly to him, his spot in the championship picture gets better and better. All the power to this kid and uh, great stuff. I look forward to seeing more. Number 13, we have Jonathan Reed, the owner of Blackgate. And the man who went toe-to-toe against Justice this Monday night at um, Collision. And if it wasn't for Zach and who man I'm going to be naming later, Roscoe. Holy shit, this would have been matching tonight. Um, both men gave it their all. Both members of uh, Vendetta decided, you know what? Fuck the friendship for a, di- for a couple of minutes. We're just going to beat the fuck out of each other. And it worked. And both men came out there looking like world beaters. And I, for one, want to see more. I know they probably won't be fighting each other often. But these are one of those matches where it's not like classic heel versus face. Where it's like, oh, I hate you. And now we got to fight and just destroy each other. No, no, no. It's two brothers. Well, not. Would you hate me? It's two partners. Two brothers in arms who know each other very well. And decide, you know what? Friendship aside, this is about a spot in the title picture. We're just going to beat the fuck out of each other and let's see who comes out on top. And I like those type of matches because it shows another side of the performer that we don't see during those tag matches. And I'm really loving it. I'm loving everything I'm seeing from um, Vendetta at the moment. They're looking stronger and stronger every day, not only in the tag division, but in singles competition, which is also very important. And although Jonathan Reed did lose this match... His spot in the power rankings from last week doesn't go slipping down as much because of an amazing show he put on against Justice. Very great stuff. I want to see more of it, though. Great stuff, though. Number 12. Holy shit. It's Roscoe Day. Oh, my God. What a night for this man. Um, Earlier tonight, he announced his retirement from TTW, and uh, 
everyone showed him support, and rightfully so. That young man, um, he's done a lot, and he deserves as much admiration as you can possibly give a man. And he was requested to have one last match against Zach Rainey, and they fucking killed it. They practically had match in the night. It was an absolute amazing fire, and I, for one, am loving it. It was probably the most, not only the most impressive he's looked in the ring so far, it was probably the most impressive he's looked in the ring in his entire career. It's more impressive than his match against Jonathan Reed at a uh, at WPW Rebellion a few months back. It's more impressive than when he faced Dizzy Azul at World Tour back in August. This is by far the best he's ever been. Which begs the question, if you're really as great as you are in the ring currently, why even waste time retiring? I for one think Roscoe can continue on for as long as he wants. He should. Something has to be going on deep where he's just saying, I don't want to do this anymore. But if it's supposed on him thinking he can't go anymore, it's a load of shit. He can really go. That kid's amazing. And I still call him a kid because he's relatively young. Great stuff by Roscoe. I'm loving it. I hope this isn't the last couple of times I can mention this man's name. I want to see him come back. I want to see him full time again. Great stuff by that man. Happy Roscoe Day, everyone. I'm going to touch on this shortly. Number 11 is Mark. He unfortunately couldn't make it today um, to tonight's um, to Monday Night's Collision. He unfortunately had something important to take care of at home. However, his spot didn't drop as much as you would probably think because he has been looking very impressive as of late. And I'm um, just receiving word from the GM, Blake Marker, that he will be in a Rice to Glory qualifying match against APH. Coming next week, Monday, uh, for a chance at the Rise of the Glory champ, Rise of the Glory briefcase, for a chance at the World Championship or the Global Title. I'm sorry, I keep mixing them up. But uh, yeah, this is a really a nothing segment, mostly because Mark didn't do anything this week. But then again, it's not his fault. Family's more important than the wrestling business, and in my opinion, he's been impressive as of late to the point where he doesn't need to drop. This is the perfect spot for him. Only thing you can go for, only way you can go from here is up. So, um, the power to him. Number 10 on the list, starting up top 10, Zach Rainey. This man has been, uh, this man has been on fire as of late. Probably the hottest talent we have going right now in terms of momentum. He went from basically being shit to most likely now being amazing. A guy that, of course, back to when he was in WPW and even today. You look at the man, you see his name on the card, and whomever is going to have that match, you look at that man and say, you are honored. You should be humbled because you're about to have the match against one of the best in the business. And Zach is one of the best in the business. He proved it tonight. He proved it on Monday by giving Roscoe the greatest match of his career, and I don't think he's going to be stopping because he has a tag team title match to get to him and Jay for the tag team championships of the world at Rise to Glory 2. And uh, Zach Grady, as far as I'm concerned, with the momentum he has, it wouldn't be long before we call him Tag Team Champion. So, uh, great spot. Great um, guy. I am looking forward to seeing more from Zach. Um, So far, so great, man. Happy to see it. 
number nine on this list. <laughs> Talk about eating some humble pie. No on the list, we have a PH H Perkin What the fuck? So, I'm a joke now, huh? <laughs> Is everybody having a, a good old laugh at my expense? One bad night, and I'm all of a sudden cast away. I'm all of a sudden disrespected. This power rankings bullshit don't mean a damn to me. I don't care if I'm number two, number nine, number 30. And don't make a difference. Everybody knows who I am. I am Angel Perkins Harris, the TTW All-American Champion and sole holder of the TTW Tag Team Titles. I'm the man who single-handedly, not once, but twice, beat WMD. I'm the man who turned Blake Albright into nothing more than a clown. And yeah, Quinn Miller, you did beat my ass. You did. All the power to you, man. What really pisses me off is when I look around the ring, I look around the arena, I look at the fans, those idiots in the crowd. You know what I see? I see Roscoe t-shirts. I see Roscoe freaking signs. Rooster, Rooster, we're gonna miss you. Oh, shut the fuck up. It don't mean shit. This man has nothing to do with this company's success. He's done nothing. Yeah, all of a sudden he retires and y'all want to give him a sob story? Give me a fucking break. And don't give me that bullshit about how he beat me in six seconds. Bullshit DQ by a bullshit ref who was actually really smart. You know why he DQ'd me? Because he knew what was coming. He knew that if that match would have went on, Roscoe wouldn't have made it to Rise to Glory. Because I would have destroyed him all over that ring. And there would have been a damn thing anyone can do about it. Which brings me to Rise to Glory. My opponent next week, Mark. Mark! WMD, you guys want to make jokes. You guys want to make fun of me. You guys want to take the piss out of my inexperience. You want to take a piss at my failures. You all want to just keep me down, right? Kind of like how you thought I kept you all down in WPW. (laughs) Mark, remember the last time we faced in WPW? I remember very well. That was the time I beat you. WPW Animosity, I believe it was. I destroyed you, man. And the same thing's gonna happen again. And then, I move on to Rise to Glory. And yeah, I did say I was gonna put my career on the line against Caleb. But who cares? Because we all know that Caleb ain't gonna beat me. He wants some bullshit hardcore title. Now all of a sudden he thinks he's the man? Please, I won that shit ten times. Hey, and no one gives me my recognition. Not only will I defend my tag team titles with Tyler J. Marshall against Death by Knee, 
by neutralizing Jay so Zack is all alone and his pathetic ass can just sob and sob away as we raise our titles up high. Not only will I destroy Caleb Anderson and this whole Cinderella story and retain my, tele- my TTW All-American title, but I will also go to the Rise to Glory, a match that I created, that I made famous. And not only win, but unlike Mr. Albright, I'm going to do it the right way and become the TTW Global Heavyweight Champion. So take that. Take all of these facts. And shove it up your ass. TTW. You've been warned. Oh my. See, this is why I believe that uh, Blake Marker needs to afford some locks for my studio. Because we don't need maniacs just freaking barging in here like that. Holy fucking shit. Alright, let's bounce back, ladies and gentlemen. No biggie. APH ain't gonna ruin this night. It's Roscoe Day. He's just pissed. Number eight on the list. I'm not even gonna review him anymore. I'm not even gonna review him. He don't deserve a fucking review this week. He don't deserve shit. He's basically being a dickhead for no reason. (sighs) Freaking God. Number eight on the list, we have Chris Rainey. Holy shit. Chris had an amazing match. Hell in the Cell against Blake Marker. Start the show on TTW Collision, which is how we do things out here. Uh, you will never see a t- you will never see a promotion ever start off the night with Hell in a Cell on a Monday show, not pay per view. And uh, like I said, Chris Rainey had an amazing showing. Unfortunately, he lost, which does put Vendetta at a disadvantage going in to the Chamber of Horrors. Um, at Rise to Glory 2. However, Chris Rainey, I doubt I'll see him low this far. He will most likely have a uh, an amazing match at the Chamber of Horrors against uh, Vendetta. And him and... Uh, I mean, Chris will have an amazing match against uh, WMD. My bad. But yeah, I don't think that Chris will stay down here for this long. He will most likely bounce back. He's gonna, He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Sorry if I'm stumbling on my words. I'm just freaking terif- terrified that this man's going to barge in here again with a fucking gun this time. Holy fucking shit. Number seven on the list. Yes, indeed. Blake Marker. Very good. Um, after very several amount of weeks where he has been very disappointing, he showed why he has been called God's gift to pro wrestling. He didn't just call himself that one day. He earned that nickname. By an amazing performance against Chris Rainey inside Hell in a Cell. He now gives WMD the main advantage heading into the Chamber of Horrors at Rise of Glory 2. Which is huge heading into a match like that. First of its kind in TTW. First of its kind in any type of promotion I've been a part of. So I can't wait to see what it is. I can't wait to see how it is. Blake Marker, as always, was freaking amazing in the ring. He had an amazing match. Outsmarted Chris at the end for the win. And, uh... Yeah, I really do feel like this is going to be an amazing week for him. I do feel like this is great. Um, Great win for Blake. It only goes up from here. Like I said, he's finally trying to find that balance, and I think he's getting it. He's actually getting it. So, all the power to that man. Number six, we have the TTW International Heavyweight Champion, Mike 
Mike, what an amazing, amazing, amazing night he had. Um, it's unfortunate that he lost, which is why he slid down. But he had an amazing match against Pat, against uh, Caleb Anderson. Um, it was a great night. It has been a great night for him, though, especially after the loss. Um, he has been on much of a roll as of late. He has been putting on amazing matches. Don't get me wrong, but it's just amazing matches is one thing. You got to actually win. So, uh, you know, I'm happy for him having these great matches. But at the end of the day, like I said, the most important part about it is winning. And so far, he hasn't done any of that. And this is bad, especially heading into his title match against Mark at Rise to Glory 2. However, he does have time to uh, bounce back and get up some momentum before the match. However, if he doesn't be able to, I feel like it's going to be an easy outing for Mike, for Mark and uh, finally being able to crap that uh, International Heavyweight Championship. So, uh, yeah. Mark, Mike, you need to um, tighten up a bit, man. Tighten up. Number five, we have Tyler J. Marshall. One half of the Fallen Angels who actually had a great night. Blake Albright was his next victim. He has actually put on an amazing match against Albright. Well done by that man. And uh, he has slowly, slowly been... With APH basically trying to take all the spotlight, all the thing. You notice he only says he's defending the tag team titles. He's the only tag team champions. We all forget Tyler Marshall's right there. And let's be honest, half the time, especially a couple weeks ago when they defended their tag team titles twice in one show, he was there to help APH, and APH never said thank you or anything. I think now it's Tyler J. Marshall's chance to finally say, you know what, fuck him, screw the tag titles, I want a shot at your title. If he even becomes, if he even remains All-American champion. What I'm trying to say is, this whole last couple of weeks has given Tyler J. Marshall the kind of confidence to go for a singles championship, which I think is a great move for him, you know? Get out of the shadow of APH and actually make a name for yourself. So, uh, great week for this man. I'm looking forward to more. Number four on the list, climbing to the top five, as expected, Quinn the Real Deal Miller. Holy shit. You talk about dominance as of late. Not only did he destroy Zach Rainey a couple weeks ago in his debut? But he absolutely took out the arrogant piece of crap known as APH and did everybody a favor. I am so happy for Quentin. I am thankful he was able to shut up APH and actually prove that he's nothing more but a paper champion. I'm behind the biggest mouth of all time. So, uh,. Glad Quinn can shut him up with the real deal uppercut. And not only does this put Quinn at a spot in all of our hearts, it actually puts Quinn in a spot for the All-American Championship right behind Caleb Anderson. So if Angel or Caleb Anderson win that All-American title at Rise to Glory 2, there's a good chance you'll see Quinn Miller say, hey, I want a piece of that prize. I want a piece of that championship. So uh, very dominant win by Quinn Miller. I can't wait to see more from this man. Quinn's always great, fun to watch. Uh, and yeah, great, sh- great showing all around by this man. Looking forward to seeing more. Number three, we have the number one contender for the TTW Global Heavyweight Championship, Justice. Now, Justice had an amazing match, probably almost matching the 94s for Zach and Roscoe. 
when he put on an amazing contest against Jonathan Reed, his Vendetta buddy. Um, these are one of those matches, like I said, I love seeing when two partners, two tag team, two tag team uh, partners decide to say, you know what, fuck it, screw the tag for a minute, I just want to beat the shit out of you and see who comes out on top. Uh, Justice looked amazing heading into his matchup against uh, Jay for the, for the Global Heavyweight Championship. I think Jay has been nearly taking Justice more of as a joke. Because of um, Justice's so-called status back in WPW that he was just handed things because he was Angel's best friend. Now he's showing that in GTW, in a bigger spotlight, that he actually deserves all those opportunities and deserve a shot at the Global Heavyweight Championship. So uh, this is shaping up to be an amazing first main event for TTW at Rise to Glory 2. Um, Justice is looking strong as he ever can be. And uh, yeah, I'm looking way forward to it. Number two is the TTW Global Heavyweight Champ. Wait, what? Wait, hold on a second. I must be bugging. Let me check this. Hold on. TTW Global Heavyweight. Holy shit. Jay's out of number one. What the fuck? That only means one thing, huh? Grab two people and head for the fucking border. The end is freaking nigh. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I think the reason why Jay's number two on this list is probably because of the simple fact that he didn't show up. He suffered the same fate that uh, Elijah did. You don't show up, you slide down. But then again, this is the only spot he could slide down because he's still the fucking global champion. Um, Jay, from what I understand, took a time off. Um, was uh, taking just a day off from uh, rec- from the show. And decided to just stay home with the missus. So, uh, and by the missus, I mean the queen. Him and Jay, her and Jay are best friends, apparently. I don't get it. It's been that way since uh, about last year, but it's whatever. Anyways, Jay, I think he's taking the smart route of getting some rest before a major dream match for the Global Heavyweight Championship, him versus Justice at TTW Rise to Glory 2. And um, yeah, this is probably a smartest move for this young man. I'm looking so forward to his matchup against Justice. Uh, Prediction-wise, you'll get my prediction in the pre-show of Rise of Glory. So, stay tuned for that. That only means one thing. Number one on the list. No longer Mr. Undefeated, but now current TTW Hardcore Champion, Caleb Anderson. Holy shit, party boy. It is time that I freaking lick my chops because I have been preparing for this day for a long time. I have been telling you all on this podcast that Caleb is the future. Caleb is that young kid that is going to shock the world and make everybody look and stare at him and say, wow, that's the guy. Kind of like what Zach used to do back in BCW and then WPW where people would see his matches and even though win or lose, they'll look at him and be like, that is the guy that we all need to keep our eye on. And I think Caleb Anderson's finally done it. He has ascended to that point. He has ascended to superstar status. So uh, I am so happy to see him at number one. Well-deserved. Uh, let me just get it on my notes here for a second. Yes, he did. He remains undefeated on collision. Was able to not only win against Mike, but he was able to pick his stipulation for his... TTW All-American Championship match, and it's a match that APH should be familiar with, but he has 
boycotted in an Extreme Rules match. And as of right now, with the state that Caleb is in, and with the non-state that APH is in, I think this match you can call Caleb the favorite. Caleb is the favorite to become the new All-American champion. As you can see here, the word from the locker room, everyone's putting him over. He is freaking loved by all the backstage and the crowd back there and the crowd in all around the world and the crowd at home watching are waiting for his coronation of Rise to Glory 2. And honestly, so am I. I said I wasn't going to make predictions, but fuck it. I have Caleb becoming the new All-American champion when this is all said and done. Get the job done, kid. You may not be Mr. Undefeated anymore, but you may be the new Mr. Double Champ. I can't wait. That is all for tonight. That's all I could give you. Now I gotta freaking remodel this place because Angel just freaking tore it apart. However, I'm here to make you feel announcements. Next week on TTW Collision, it will be two T- Rise to Glory qualifying matches. It will be APA, Change Burkett Harris, the All American, and Payatine Champion against Mark and Preston Schuler versus Jonathan Reed. This is Preston's first appearance on TTW in a long time. As well as a second chance battle royal with five participants that have already been named that have lost in the Rise to Glory qualifiers. We get one last opportunity in a battle royal matchup and one open challenge spot, which is excluding the global heavyweight champion and the number one contender. And they, the winner of that match, will be the final man in the Rise to Glory match. So, a lot of great stuff to look forward to come next week. As always, thank you so much for listening. You guys are amazing fans. You guys are amazing people. I love each and every one of you. Thank you again to Blake Margo for giving me this job. I am loving it. Uh, I'm going to need you to send me a check, though, to fix this place and to get Angel a check because he's an absolute nut. But uh, other than that, happy Roscoe Day. Um, Amazing night. Amazing show. Thank you all so much for listening. You guys have been my fans. I have been Johnny Murphy. This has been TGW After Hours. I'll see you next week. Don't forget, though. Don't ever forget this. Stay great, stay humble, stay amazing. Stick around. Love you all. Good night.